This week's Torah portion for the 26th of Kislev is Vayeshev, and he dwelt. Genesis 37 And Jacob dwelt in the land of his father's sojournings, in the land of Canaan. This is the genealogy of Jacob, Yosef being 17 years old, was feeding the flock with his brothers, and the young man was with the sons of Bilah and the sons of Silpha, his father's wives. And Yosef brought an evil report of them to his father. And Israel loved Yosef more than all his children, because he was the son of his old age, and he made him a long robe. But when his brothers saw that their father loved him more than all his brothers, they hated him and were not able to speak peaceably to him. And Yosef dreamed a dream and told it to his brothers, so they hated him even more. And he said to them, Please listen to this dream which I have dreamed. See, we were binding sheaves in the midst of the field, and see my sheaf rose up and also stood up, and see your sheaves stood all around and bowed down to my sheaf. And his brothers said to him, Shall you indeed reign over us? Shall you indeed rule over us? So they hated him even more for his dream and for his words. And he dreamed still another dream and related to his brothers and said, See, I have dreamed another dream, and see the sun and the moon and the eleven stars bowed down to me. And he related it to his father and his brothers. And his father rebuked him and said to him, What is this dream that you have dreamed? Should we, your mother and I, and your brothers indeed come to bow down to the earth before you? And his brothers envied him, but his father guarded the word. And his brothers went to feed their father's flock in Shechem. And Israel said to Joseph, Are not your brothers feeding the flock in Shechem? Come. I send you to them. So he said to him, Here I am. And he said to him, Please go and see if it is well with your brothers and well with the sheep and bring back word to me. So he sent him out of the valley of Hebron and he went to Shechem. And a certain men found him and see, he was wandering in the field. And the men asked him, saying, What do you seek? And he said, I am seeking my brothers. Please inform me where they are feeding their sheep. And the men said, They have left here. For I heard them say, Let us go towards Dothan. So Yosef went after his brothers and found him in Dothan. And they saw him from a distance. And before he came near them, they plotted against him to kill him. And they said to each other, See, this master of dream is coming. Now then, come, and let us now kill him, and throw him into some pits, and shall say, Some wild beast has devoured him. Let us then see what comes of these dreams. But Reuben heard and rescued him from their hands, and said, Let us not strike his being. And Reuben said to them, Shed no blood. Throw him into this pit, which is in the wilderness, and do not lay a hand on him in order to rescue him out of their hands and bring him back to his father 
So it came to be when Yosef had come to his brothers that they stripped Yosef of his robe, the long robe which was on him, and they took him and threw him into a pit, and the pit was empty, there was no water in it, and they sat down to eat a meal, and they lifted their eyes and looked and saw a company of Ishmaelites coming from Gilad with their camels bearing spices and balm and myrrh going to take them down to Mitzrayim and Yehuda said to his brothers what would we gain if we kill our brother and conceal his blood come and let us sell him to the Ishmaelites and let not our hand be upon him for he is our brother our flesh and his brothers listened and men Midianites traders passed by so they pulled Yosef and lifted him out of the pit and sold him to the Ishmaelites for twenty pieces of silver and they took Yosef to Mitzrayim and Reuben returned to the pit and see Yosef was not in the pit and he towards his garments and he returned to his brothers and said the boy is gone and I where am I to go so they took Joseph's robe slew a male goat and dipped the robe in the blood and sent the long robe and brought it to their father and said we have found this please look is that the robe of your sons or not and he recognized it and said it is my son's robe. An evil beast has devoured him. Yosef is torn, torn to pieces. And Jacob tore his garments and put sackcloth on his waist and mourned for his son many days. And all his sons and all his daughters arose to comfort him. But he refused to be comforted and he said, Now let me go down into Sheol to my son in mourning. So his father wept for him, and the Midianites had sold him and Mizraim to Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh and captain of the guard. Genesis 38 And at that time it came to be that Yehuda left his brothers and turned aside to a man, an Adolamite, whose name was Hera. And Yehuda saw there a daughter of a certain Canaanite, whose name was Shua, and he took her and went into her. So she conceived and bore a son, and he called his name Ur. And she conceived again and bore a son, and she called his name Onan. And she conceived yet again and bore a son, and called his name Shelah. And he was at Keziv when she bore him. And Yehuda took a wife for Ur, his firstborn, and her name was Tamar. But Ur, Yehuda's firstborn, was evil in the eyes of Yahuwah, and Yahuwah took his life. And Yehuda said to Onan, Go into your brother's wife, and marry her, and raise up an heir to your brother. And Onan knew that the offspring will not be his, and it came to be when he went into his brother's wife that he spilled on the ground, lest he should give an offspring to his brother. But what he did displeased Yahuwah, so he took his life too. Then Yehuda said to Tamar, his daughter-in-law, Remain a widow in your father's house until my son Shalah is grown. For he said, 
lest he also die as his brothers did. And Tamar went and dwelt in her father's house. And after a long time, the daughter of Shua, Yehuda's wife, died. And Yehuda was comforted and went up to his sheep shearers at Timah. He and his friend Hira the Adulamite. And it was reported to Tamar, saying, See, your father-in-law is going up to Timnah to share his sheep. And she took off her widow's garment and covered herself with a veil and wrapped herself and sat at the entrance to Enaim, which was on the way to Timnah. For she saw that Shalat was grown and she was not given to him as a wife. And Yehuda saw her and reckoned her for a whore, for she had covered her face. And he turned aside to her by the way and said, Please, let me come into you. For he did not know that she was his daughter-in-law. And she said, What do you give me to come into me? And he said, Let me send you a young goat from the flock. And she said, Do you give me a pledge until you send it? So he said, What pledge should I give you? And she said, Your seal, and your cord, and your staff, that is in your hand. And he gave them to her, and went into her, and she conceived by him. And she arose and went away, and removed her veil, and put on the garment of her widowhood. And Yehuda sent the young goats by the hand of his friend, the Adullamite, to receive his pledge from the woman's hands, but he did not find her. And he asked the man of that place, saying, Where is the cult prostitute who was beside the way to Enaim? And they said, There was no cult prostitute in this place. And he returned to Yehuda and said, I have not found her. And the men of the place also said, There was no cult prostitute in this place. And Yehuda said, Let her take them for herself, lest we become despised. For I sent this young goat, and you have not found her. And it came to be about three new moons after that Yehuda was informed, saying, Tamar, your daughter-in-law, has whored, and see, she has conceived by whoring. And Yehuda said, Bring her out, and let her be burned. When she was brought out, she sent to her father-in-law, saying, By the men to whom these belong, I am pregnant. And she said, Please examine whose these are, the seal, and the cord, and the staff. And Yehuda examined and said, She has been more righteous than I, because I did not give her to Shelah my son, and he then renew her again. And it came to be, at the time for giving birth, that see, twins were in her womb. And it came to be, when she was given birth, that the one put out his hand, and the midwife took a scarlet thread and bound it on his hand, saying, This one came out first. And it came to be, as he drew back his hand, that see, his brother came out, and she said, How did you break through? This breach be upon you. So his name was called Peretz. And afterward his brother came out, who had the scarlet thread on his hand. So his name was called Sarah. Genesis 39 And Yosef have been taken down to Mithraim. And Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard, and Mitzrayim, 
bought him from Yishmaelites, who had taken him down there. And it came to be that Yahuwah was with Yosef, and he became a prosperous man, and was in the house of his master, the Mithran. And his master saw that Yahuwah was with him, and that Yahuwah made all he did to prosper in his hand. So Yosef found favor in his eyes, and served him, and he appointed him over his house, and gave into his hand all that he had. And it came to be from the time that he appointed him over his house, and all that he had, that Yahuwah blessed the Mitzrayim's house for Yosef's sake. And the blessing of Yahuwah was on all that he had in the house and in the field. And he left in Yosef's hand all that he had, and he did not know what he had except for the bread which he ate. And Yosef was handsome in form and handsome in appearance. And after these events, it came to be that his master's wife lifted up her eyes to Yosef and said, Lie with me. But he refused and said to his master's wife, Look, my master does not know what is with me in the house, and he has given into my hand all that he has. No one is greater in this house than I, and he has not withheld whatever from me but you, because you are his wife. And how should I do this great evil and sin against Elohim? And it came to be, as she spoke to Yosef day by day, that he did not listen to her, to lie with her, to be with her. And it came to be on a certain day when Yosef went into the house to do his work, and none of the men of the house was inside, that she caught him by his garment, saying, Lie with me. But he left his garment in her hand, and fled and ran outside. And it came to be when she saw that he had left his garment in her hand and fled outside that she called to the men of her house and spoke to them, saying, See, he has brought into us a Hebrew to mock us. He came into me to lie with me, and I cried out with a loud voice. And it came to be, when he heard that I lifted my voice and cried out, that he left his garment with me and fled and went outside. And she kept his garment with her until his master came home. And she spoke to him these same words, saying, the Hebrew servant whom you brought to us came into me to mock me. So it came to be as I lifted my voice and cried out that he left his garment with me and fled outside. And it came to be when his master heard the words which his wife spoke to him, saying, Your servant did to me according to these words, that his displeasure burned. Then Yosef master took him and put him into the prison a place where the sovereign's prisoners were confined and he was there in the prison but yahuwah was with yosef and extended loving commitment to him and he gave him favor in the eyes of the prison warden and the prison warden gave into the hand of yosef all the prisoners who were in the prison and whatever was done there was his doing the prison warden did not look into any point that was under Yosef's hand, because Yahuwah was with him, and whatever he did, Yahuwah made it prosper. Genesis 40 
And after these events it came to be that the cupbearer and the baker of the sovereigns of Mithraim sinned against their master, the sovereign of Mithraim. And Pharaoh was wroth with his two officers, the chief cupbearer and the chief baker. So he put them in confinement in the house of the captain of the guard in the prison, the place where Yosef was a prisoner. And the captain of the guard put Yosef in charge of them, and he served them, so they were in confinement for some time. Then the cupbearer and the baker of the servants of Mithraim, who were confined in the prison, dreamed a dream, both of them, each man, dreamed, and one night, and each man's dream with its own interpretation. And Yosef came into them in the morning, and looked at them, and saw that they were sad. And he asked Pharaoh's officers, who were with him in confinement of his master's house, saying, why do you look so sad today? And they said to him, We each have dreamed a dream, and there is no one to interpret it. And Yosef said to them, Do not interpretations belong to Elohim? Relate them to me, please. So the chief cupbearer related his dream to Yosef, and said to him, See, in my dream a vine was before me, and in the vine were three branches, and it was as thought it budded, its blossoms shot forth, and its clusters brought forth ripe grapes. And Pharaoh's cup was in my hand, so I took the grapes and pressed them into Pharaoh's cup, and placed the cup in Pharaoh's hand. And Yosef said to him, This is the interpretation of it. The three branches are three days, yet within three days Pharaoh is going to lift up your head and restore you to your place. And you should put Pharaoh's cup in his hand according to the former ruling when you were his cupbearer. But remember me when it is well with you, and please show loving commitment to me, and mention me to Pharaoh, and get me out of this house. For truly I was stolen away from the land of the Hebrews, and also I have done naught that they should put me into the dungeon. And the chief baker saw that the interpretation was good, and he said to Yosef, I also was in my dream, and saw three white baskets were on my head, and in the uppermost basket all kinds of baked goods for Pharaoh, and the birds ate them out of the basket on my head. And Yosef answered and said, This is the interpretation of it. The three baskets are three days. Yet within three days, Pharaoh is going to lift off your head from you and hang you on a tree. And the birds shall eat your flesh from you. And on the third day, Pharaoh's birthday, it came to be that he made a feast for all his servants. And he lifted up the head of the chief cupbearer and of the chief baker among his servants. And he restored the chief cupbearer to his post of cupbearer again, and he placed the cup in Pharaoh's hands. But he hanged the chief baker, as Yosef had interpreted to them. And the chief cupbearer did not remember Yosef, but forgot him. Zechariah 2, 10 Sing and rejoice, O daughter of Zion! For look, I am coming and shall dwell in your midst, declares Yahuwah. 
and many nations shall be joined to Yahuwah in that day, and they shall become my people, and I shall dwell in your midst, and you shall know that Yahuwah of hosts has sent me to you. And Yahuwah shall inherit Yehuda, his portion in the set-apart lands, and he shall again choose Yerushalayim. Hush, O flesh, before Yahuwah, for he has roused himself out of his set-apart dwelling. Zechariah 3 And he showed me Yehoshua, the high priest standing before the messenger of Yahuwah, and Satan standing at his right hand to be an adversary to him. And Yahuwah said to Satan, Yahuwah rebuke you, Satan. Yahuwah, who has chosen Jerusalem, rebuke you. Is this not a brand plucked from the fire? And Yahushua was dressed in filthy garments and was standing before the messenger. And he answered and spoke to those who stood before him, saying, Remove the filthy garment from him. And to him he said, See, I have removed your guilt from you and shall put costly robes on you. And I said, Let them put a clean turban on his head. Then they put a clean turban on his head, and they put garments on him, and the messenger of Yahuwah stood by. And the messenger of Yahuwah witnessed to Yahushua, saying, Thus says Yahuwah of hosts, If you walk in my ways, and if you guard my duty, then you shall also rule my house, and also guard my courts, and I shall give you access among these standing here. Now listen, Yehoshua, the high priest, you and your companions who sit before you, for they are men of symbol. For look, I am bringing forth my servant, the branch. See the stone which I have put before Yehoshua. On one stone are seven eyes. See, I am engraving its inscription, declares Yehuah of hosts. And I shall remove the guilt of that land in one day. And that day, declares Yahuwah of hosts, you shall invite one another under the vine and under the fig tree. Zechariah 4, 1-7 And the messenger who was speaking to me came back and woke me up as a man is awakened from sleep. And he said to me, What do you see? So I said, I have looked and see a lampstand, old of gold, with a bowl on top of it, and understand seven lamps with seven spouts to the seven lamps, and two olive trees are by it, one at the right of the bowl, and the other at its left. Then I responded and spoke to the messenger who was speaking to me, saying, what are these, my master? And the messenger who was speaking to me answered and said to me, Do you not know what these are? And I said, No, my master. And he answered and said to me, This is the word of Yahuwah to Sarah Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says Yahuwah of hosts. Who are you, great mountains before 
Zerubbabel, a plain, and he shall bring forth the capstone with shouts of favor, favor to it. John 10, 22-28 At that time the Hanukkah came to be in Jerusalem, and it was winter. And Yahushua was walking in the set-apart place, in the porch of Shalomon. So the Yehudim surrounded him and said to him, How long do you keep us in suspense? If you are the Messiah, say to us plainly. Yahushua answered them, I have told you, and you do not believe. The works that I do in my Father's name, they bear witness concerning me. But you do not believe because you are not of my sheep, as I say to you. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And I give them everlasting life, and they shall by no means ever perish, and no one shall snatch them out of my hand.